We were never promised that life would be easy. Sometimes it is hard and crazy, but when we do life together, it becomes a lot easier and much more fun. I believe in joyful life, in happy parenting, healthy marriages, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. I also love sharing all the secrets about things that have worked for me so that they can help you. On Living Easy, I really like to dig deep. We will laugh together and struggle together. You'll hear honest insight and practical tips about things like time management, building a brand, traveling, strengthening your faith in your marriage, and so much more so that you can live life and live it with joy. I'm Lindsay Maestas, and this is the Living Easy Podcast. Hey guys, it is Lindsay, and today I'm so excited to say that I am here with my husband, Jesse. Hello. And we are here to talk about taking ownership of your life. So this is a conversation that I wanted to have specifically with Jesse because he is a humble servant. I've just kind of watched him. We've known one another now for 10, 11 years, and I've just watched him work hard and not complain and just take responsibility of things. And I feel like I've become a little bit of like an apprentice to your life. Young grasshopper. (laughs) Young grasshopper. Because I just want to learn. I'm definitely more of a complainer. I see things in black and white a lot more often. And I feel like I just want that heart of serving and loving, but also not burdening yourself with the expectations of other people or of things going a certain way and taking things as they go. So I guess I would just start by asking you, in your life, you grew up with not a ton. You did have a supportive family and loving family. Your family worked hard. Everyone in your family worked really hard. And you weren't handed a lot coming out of high school. So what does that look like for you? How do you feel like you learned to take ownership of your own life? I think that growing up, my parents helped me and all of us really just be aware of money because... For us, it wasn't something that we just got. It was like if we wanted to go buy a toy, if we wanted candy, if we wanted to go to the movies, we needed to cut weeds or mow the lawn or we had to do chores that, you know, my parents had. Yeah. And sometimes it was like they would give me 20 bucks to go to the movies with my friends. And then the next week, you know, hey, we gave you $20 last week. We're not Mm going to give you another $20. And so for me, it just kind of helped me, I think subconsciously, I don't think I was ever fully aware, you know, of yeah, fully aware of like yeah. what I was doing and that I was, you know, this money guru or anything when I was growing up. But I do think it helped me to be aware of this doesn't just come from, you know, my dad's wallet, like imagine yeah. magically appearing all the time. It was, you know, you've had some now you've had it, you've had your fill and you need to wait now. Yeah. And that's just, I think what helped me maybe be a little bit more aware of needing to take care of what I had. Yeah. So to be responsible. With those yeah. Things. Yeah. And we talk a lot when we're together about not even just money, but just taking ownership in general of life. And it comes up just realizing like, hey, there are people in life that you can't depend on. There are people who you can really depend on. And we want to be those people that others can depend on. But I think a lot of the time it's like, in the good and the bad, taking ownership of your own circumstances and your own life. So when things go wrong, as so they when, do, how do you how do you not? This is a genuine question. How do you not like 
complain because Jesse internalizes a lot. So I know there's a lot that goes on in your mind, but also I just feel like you deal with stuff. Like you always tell me it is what it is. It is what it is. How do you have that mindset instead of thinking of the what ifs and living in regret and living in frustration and pawning off the blame on other people? Yeah, I do think that like we kind of balance each other out with this stuff. But for me, I internalize these things, but we've talked about it. Sometimes I need to be talking about these things too. But at the same time, it feels like it always deals you the wrong cards and everyone else is being dealt the right cards. I think Mm -hmm. people just kind of get that idea from social media. It Mm -hmm. seems like everyone else is living, you know, better lives. But for us in reality, yeah, I just think when we're dealt those cards, just I'm like, okay, this it is what it is, is, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of what we always go to. And you just have to deal with it. You have to do it. Because I remember in C.S. Lewis's book, Mere Christianity, he says, if you have two people doing a math problem, and they're both doing the wrong equation, Mm -hmm. the one that realizes he's doing the wrong equation first and starts over is going to get to the answer quicker, like the true answer. And Mm -hmm. so for me, it's always keeping that in mind life dealt us this card or this happened, the quicker you reset, the quicker you're going to get to a better circumstance. It's resetting your mind and your path. I mean, most of the time, because you ran into an issue, it's learning from it. Mm -hmm. And like for us, I mean, we've ran into scary financial times in our Mm -hmm. lives. And it's a matter of realizing, hey, what were we doing wrong? What can we do better? How can we get onto a better path? Yeah. And, and with all sorts of different issues that come up, we've just, we always have to talk about those things and try to get to a better place sooner. And even if you're the kid that is still working on the math problem, you're prideful because you're like, there's no way I can have this wrong. So I'm going to just stay working on it and I'll figure it out. Or you're lazy and you don't want to start it all over. Either way, you're still lagging behind if you're fighting mentally with what should I do versus, oh, shoot. I'm just going to start over like, oh, let's redo this and you'll get to a better place quicker. Yeah. I love that. One of my friends um, has a newborn baby and it's such a blessing to like experience her relationship with that baby because I've known her for so long. And one thing that she said recently, because I was over there and helping her with swaddling and stuff. And she's like, I hope I'm never going to be at a point where I don't want to take people's advice because if you've been through it, I want to know. I want to know what works. And I feel like that's such an amazing perspective. And I think there's a balance, of course, of you soak in people's wisdom and you allow them to pour into you because that is wisdom. Like it's wisdom to allow wisdom into your life. But then there's the flip side of things that some people may take and it's using and abusing the people in their lives and mooching or expecting things from them. And I think this is most dangerous with like family members or really close relationships because you're so close to them that you expect these things. And just as human beings in general, we expect others to respect our needs and our what we think are our rights and we want them to fulfill our expectations. But one thing I've been challenged in recently and just learning is that we so often can overlook God's ownership of everything and take a personal interest in just making sure that we're being satisfied. Like even if it puts other people out or even if it affects others, we just want our expectations fulfilled. And I think that's such a dangerous perspective to have because you're not trusting that your circumstances are being taken care of by God, that like he provides everything. He's in control of everything. If he wants something to happen in your life, He needs to snap his fingers and it's done. But so much of the hardship and the circumstances that we face 
are because it's a lesson that we need to learn. Like he's trying to grow us and make us more like him so that we can honor him and glorify him and do things with excellence rather than either expecting other people to make it happen for us or just living a life of bitterness and disappointment because other people aren't satisfying those needs or those expectations. And Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. You, Jesse, I just see when you don't get something that you think maybe you deserve or that you did earn, and it doesn't come in whatever shape or form, if it's work or family life, your natural response is not anger or worry or disappointment most of the time. Your response is a peaceful heart, like a calm heart. And do you feel like that stems from knowing that God is in control of your life? So just so you guys know, no one's really ever asked me these questions before, (laughs) or I feel like have, you know, thought that of me. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate you like, you know, thinking highly of me because like Lindsay said earlier, I internalize things. So I don't always feel like I have such a peaceful and perfect response in in a lot of these things. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, Actually, I think it's perfect, but no, (laughs) but yeah, it's it's hard. I, I don't necessarily know what to like attribute responding that way in certain scenarios other than when I'm in the right mindset, when those situations go wrong. I know I could think of those people that don't have and people that are in worse scenarios than we are. And just knowing life is going to go on, you know, so I think just always reminding myself that a lot of the problems and issues that we run into, most of the time, they're never like necessities. They're Mm -hmm. never things that we have to have. They're not things that we're supposed to have. It's Mm -hmm. just something that is going against what we want at the time. And what we want isn't always what God has in store for us. And I think reminding myself of that, and then also just knowing like we can't expect everything to happen perfectly all the time. And I think that God gave us so many examples throughout the Bible of just who he was. And, you know, he was someone that came to serve us and came to love us and came to just be a selfless servant for us who Mm -hmm. don't deserve it. And, you know, when we run into those situations, when I am in the right mindset, that's kind of just things that I think of. You know, this really isn't that big of a deal. These things happen. They happen to everyone. Mm -hmm. And you choose how you want to respond to it. If you want to continue to have a peaceful mindset, which is where I am. I'm like, she makes fun of me sometimes because I'm like, I'll listen to reggae a lot. And I'm this very like peace love. Like, I just want peace between he everyone. He thinks he's like a hippie <laughs> reggae man. I should be. I don't even know what you would I call I should that. be for sure. But those types of things, I, I feel like help you respond that way in those times. Yeah. So I try to surround myself by positive things, whether it's through my music, whether it's through, you know, movies, comedies, or like just something that I'm doing, I try to always have a positive mentality. And I think it's something that I work to have. It's I I don't think it's just there. It's just I enjoy peace and happiness. And so I think focusing on those things a lot when things do go bad, I think personally, it helps me respond better. Yeah. In bad times. And I think there's a lot of people who are like me, probably thinking like, gosh, I wish it were that easy to get out of my head. And it's so interesting because I I struggle, but I do think that 
it is a perspective shift and it can be easier. And obviously we're not speaking about people who are going through really traumatic situations, but this is like the day-to-day life stuff that is just frustrating or people disappoint you. Friends don't support you. You don't have enough money to do something that you really wanted to do. Like these little things where instead of blaming, instead of getting angry, instead of getting frustrated, you remember like what Isaiah 14, 24 says, the Lord of hosts has sworn as I have planned, so shall it be. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand that he has purposed your life that he sees. I always say like the big movie and we see a tiny millisecond of the movie, but he sees all of it. And he knows that if he were to give you this thing, that maybe it wouldn't be best for you right now. But if someone else has it and you're comparing, you don't know why he has given it to them. And just a shift that mindset and to focus, like you said, like music and focus on positive things, exercise, but taking ownership of your life. And the biggest thing is saying, I am not in control of my circumstances most of the time, but I am fully responsible and in control of the way that I respond to those circumstances. Yeah, exactly. So would you agree with the phrase, tell me who you spend time with and I will tell you who you are? Do you think that it makes a big difference to be around people and to surround yourself with people who make you better? I think it has a huge impact on, even if it's not evident immediately, mm. I, I think always looking back, it's definitely something that I, helps shape routes that you're taking mm. and decisions that you're making in life. And what I've noticed is when I am around people that are, say, more career driven or more theologically driven or more family oriented, you always seem to veer towards, you know, what they're doing, not necessarily just copying them, but sometimes just subconsciously. You're inspired by that. Doing doing yeah. what kind of what they're doing or something similar to what they're doing. So yeah, I think that, you know, if you're hanging around someone that's focusing on one of those items or focuses on drinking or focuses on partying or you're going to have more opportunities to get into those positions. Or even people who like don't call you up, people who don't call you forward and just allow you to sit in your bitterness or allow you to sit in those things. I think that's just as bad as like supporting partying or whatever, because they're not challenging you to be more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I agree. That goes to so many things. Your spouse is someone that can help push you to being a different person because that's someone in your sphere. That saying is like, introduce me to five of your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And your spouse is one of your closest friends. And I think if that person is a, a positive or a negative influence, they're going to have some impact on your life too. And Am I a positive or a negative influence <laughs> on your life? I, Let's just talk about it right I, now. I think my that's her insecurity part. <laughs> Jumping in right away. Um, I think that both myself, my family, and my friends can 100% say that you have been a positive influence in my life. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it's 100% accurate. And it's something that we should always be considering just in our day-to-day lives. Yeah. I heard this recently about calling up. And that's just really impacted me because to have a friendship like that, you guys, or to have multiple friendships or to have a relationship with your spouse like that is huge. And that's why it is encouraging to think that for single women or men, look for that. Look for someone who will do that. And if you're in a marriage, do that for your spouse. Like call them up. Don't be afraid to challenge them with love. Don't go into it accusatory or calling them out, but just say, I want you 
to see that there's better here. I want you to see that there's hope. And I think overall, when we yield our rights or our expectations to God and we surround ourselves with people who love and we make it our intention to love, we can respond with a patient and teachable heart. And I think that's two words that would describe you. It would be patient and teachable. I don't feel like you're ever in a position where you're not willing to learn, to soak in what people are willing to pour into you. And you don't have to, didn't you tell me you don't have to accept it, but you just listen to it. Can you explain that a little bit? It wasn't my thought. I I forgot who said it. It was, it was a quote that I heard, but I, try to live by. Yeah. This quote is based off of me and my like skepticism in life and with everything else. I sometimes Lindsay always tells me she doesn't like me to get too deep into all these deep theological thoughts because sometimes it messes with me. Yeah, it screws them up. (laughs) But it basically says it takes a brilliant mind or a wise mind to be able to entertain the thoughts of an idea, but not accept them. And I just think that comes along with trying to learn and be able to listen to people and listen, yeah, listen, whether it's politics, whether it's religion, whether it's just friendships or finances, whatever it is. Most of us, we have parents or friends or someone that always has an opinion on something that we're doing, that we're going to be doing. They have something that they want to say. And you want to be able to hear someone's opinion out. And you want to be able to do it in a way that you are just calm, you're patient, and you're being receptive to what they have to say. That way you can soak in, you know, maybe what wisdom was in those words. Sometimes there's words you need to toss out too. Mm-hmm. So, and that goes with books and movies, every everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you always have some good and some bad. So I think that, yeah, it helps your mentality just to be able to say, hey, I'll hear out what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you need to accept it. And it doesn't mean you need to agree with it 100%. And sometimes you do. I like that mindset. Yeah, I think that's really wise. It's so easy to feel like if someone's telling you something, you have to either debate or go against or prove yourself right. And a lot of the time, just to listen, to be slow to speak and quick to hear and to have that heart to learn that ability to be teachable allows you to take ownership not only of your life, but also of what you believe and know to be true and to not feel like you have to guard yourself, guard your heart, guard your mind against people who might think differently than you. It allows you to love better and to be more all-encompassing. So I just really wanted to talk about this with you because I feel like it's something that you have a strength in and it's something that you've allowed to pour into your friends as well, like your friendships and just showing people like work hard and don't complain and enjoy life, you know, and that is, it's not so easy all the time. And I know it's not always so easy for you. I know you struggle with different things, but Overall, to live life that way and just saying, I'm responsible for my responses. I am responsible for the way that things happen really in my life because I can choose joy in this. And so I guess my last question will be, how can you encourage our listeners to choose joy in the tough circumstances and take ownership of their responses? To encourage you, it's hard because my mindset is just do it. You know, it's (laughs) just do it already. In my mind. So what I've learned, though, is I always feel happy and positive once whatever that thing is, whether it's like an issue going on, whether it's me having to physically labor over something because something went wrong, like whatever the job is or the issue is that comes up, I know that I'm always feeling accomplished and satisfied when it's complete. So 
even though it's never convenient, just doing it and following through with it. You know, you might not have a happy heart while you're doing it. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times I don't. A lot of times I'm internally just frustrated and wrestling with trying to be positive. But the second I've completed whatever I needed to or have caught up on what we fell completely behind on, Mm -hmm. I always feel so much better and it helps my relax time when I'm done. You know, So it is, it's like take action. So the opposite response is like either frustration or you're sitting in procrastination and you're uncomfortable. So really it's just being actionable and taking steps. Like you said at the very beginning, just starting over and moving toward the goal. Yeah. It's like the fight or flight response almost. Some people clam up and they wait and they're like, no, I don't want to do it. Or, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this anymore but you still have to do it. Mm -hmm. Like you still, no matter what, you're going to have to, like you always say, swallow your frog. Yeah, the bonus episode, Um, you guys, we talk about swallowing frogs and that's a huge part of this. Just make sure you deep fry them in butter first. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I've watched people that will stop whatever they're doing and they just fold up somewhere or they'll just like, I'm going to go watch TV or I'm going to do this. talking about me. No, other people. (laughs) I go to my bed and I just like go into a cocoon when I get stressed out and overwhelmed. And he's so confused by it all the time. Aren't you? So you (laughs) can do either response. And, but we've both learned that when we get these things accomplished, we always feel better. Yeah. No, I know. So yeah, I'm just saying if you struggle with that, climbing up and you don't want to deal with it, you eventually still always have to deal with it. Right. And it's it saves you more time and it gets you to a better place quicker if you just act on it yeah. right away. The sooner you start, the sooner that week will be over. Yeah. Well, thanks. I appreciate <laughs> your insight. I'm not offended. That's why I'm asking you because I need to learn. But I hope this encourages you guys today. I hope that it encourages you to take actionable steps forward in the areas where you're feeling frustrated or discouraged or let down by people that you can continue to love and move forward, but also surrounding yourself with people who call you up. Today in church, we heard something that I want to share briefly. And it says, stay within the place where God's love can reach you. And it's not that if you've already surrendered your life, you can walk outside of his love, but you can put up an umbrella of jealousy or an umbrella of comparison or an umbrella of choosing the wrong people in your life. And you're not keeping yourself within the love of God when you're shading yourself with that umbrella. And if you choose not to sit in a place of complacency when you're struggling and you're, you say, I'm going to take ownership, I'm going to take ownership of this thing that sucks, or I'm going to take ownership of this thing that's awesome, and I'm going to run forward and move forward and choose to trust and believe that God's plan is perfect for my life and that I can't mess it up And if I'm in His will then there's only positive to come from that. There's only joy to come from that. And so I pray that this conversation helps to increase your joy, helps you to have maybe like a lighter mindset of just, it is what it is. Let's get it done. I would love if you guys would take a screenshot of this episode. If you enjoyed it, share what blessed you or encouraged you today. Let us know if you guys have questions yeah. or something that you want us to talk, talk about. about. Yeah, we would love that. I'm hoping to get Jesse on more often. So we love you guys and we hope you have a great day. Bye. See you guys. Hey guys, if you love the show, the best compliment you could ever give is to share the love. 
If you enjoyed this episode, take a quick screenshot to share on your stories or on Facebook and tag me, or you can simply text it to a friend or family member. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at livingeasypodcast or at lindsay.maestas. The more you share, the more of an opportunity we all have to bring a little bit of hope and joy to people around the world. So let's do it together. Thank you all so much for your support and for listening to Living Easy. You guys are the best ever. Have a great day.